آیت مصطفیٰ حسین رائے مرتضی حسین ملت کو مر کے جان دی جھکنے میں کیا اٹھا حسین کس کو پتا ہے کیا حسین ہے کہاں اور تھا حسین ملت میں مر کے جان بنا کہاں سے کہاں گیا حسین مٹ کے خدا کے دین پر والی دین بنا حسین بیجا غم اور پیٹنا بیجا غم اور پیٹنا رکھتے نہیں روا حسین ویری کلیئر رونا پیٹنا ان کی روایتوں میں سے شادی و غم کے طور بھی آپ سکھا گئے حسین یاد حق ان کی یاد ہے حق کا ہے حق نما حسین رمز فنا بقا کھلی رمز یعنی فنا اور بقا کھلی کہ فنا اور بقا کے حق کو کھول گیا کھلی آئے جو کربلا حسین کفر کی ساری ظلمتیں نور کا ایک دیا حسین کفر کے پیشوا ادھر دین کا ایک پیشوا حسین وہ پہلے جو کفر کی ظلمتیں اور نور کا ایک دیا مطلب وہ پوری مطلب ادھر فوجیں اور ایک طرف ایک دیا ساتھی بھتیجے بھانجے بچے بھی دے گیا حسین دے کر یہ قربانیاں جان دی مرحبا حسین جان دی پر آن نہ دی وار صبر تیرا حسین دین کے چاک سے گیا خستہ بدن کبا حسین موت کے روپ میں جیا دین بچا گیا حسین دین پہ گھر لٹا کے پھر خلط بسا گیا حسین جنت بسا گیا کشتی بھی اور ناخدا بھی دین کی ایک بنا حسین نام یزید مٹ گیا نام تیرا رہا حسین محمود اپنے آخری شعر محمود حق پہ سر کٹا عشق کا سر ہوا حسین جو بات انہوں نے سمجھائی ہے نا کہ یہ ہمارے لیے رونے کا مقام نہیں ہے بلکہ پیٹنے کا مقام نہیں ہے یہ ہمارے لیے رسپیکٹ کا میدان ہے کہ انہوں نے دین کو بچانے کے لیے سر نہیں جھکایا سر اٹھا کے رکھا yes. اور دین کو بچا بچا کے چلا گیا اور اس یہاں پہ اپنا گھر برباد کیا وہاں پہ جنت لے لی آگے جا کے وہاں سن اتنے کمزور تھے تو لڑنے کیا گئے تھے دس از اے کامن کنسیپٹ ان ان پرس لوگوں میں وہ کہتے ہیں کہ مطلب کیا لینے گئے تھے اب مطلب ہے کہ ساری بات یہ ہے کہ ایک پس طرف بادشاہت تھی ایک طرف خلافت تھی اور وہ بادشاہت پہ ہاتھ دینا نہیں چاہتے تھے مجھے آزاد کر دو مجھے اپنے دین میں رہنے دو تم دین کی بات کرو تو وہ آپ نے بات کرتے کرتے ایک جگہ بات روکی تھی کہ وہ جو یعنی لطف حرام تھا وہ بندہ یہ تھی اصل بات اور حضور پاک نے بہت پہلے ان کی شادی سے پہلے بتا دیا تھا کہ تیری جو اولاد ہوگی وہ حرامی ہوگی 
تو سوچ لے اس نے کہا کہ پھر میں شادی ہی نہیں کرتا حضور پاک نے کہا میں تمہیں منع نہیں کرتا نہ تمہیں منع کرنا چاہیے مشیت ایزدی ہے خدا یہ چاہتا تو یہ جو آپ نے وہاں بیٹھے ایک ورڈ کہا کہ یہ مطلب سب سے بڑی دنیا کی سب سے بڑی قربانی ہے پہلی قربانی حج پہ حضرت اسماعیل نے دی یہ دوسری سب سے بڑی قربانی دنیا تو یہ جو ہے مطلب اصل میں اللہ تعالیٰ کو منظور تھا دنیا کو بتانا کہ حق کیا ہے اور نا حق کیا ہے خلافت کیا ہے اور ملوکیت کیا ہے یہ یہ چیز بتانی تھی اس بتانے کے لیے اللہ تعالیٰ نے ایک مطلب سلسلہ نکالا اتنی بڑی شخصیت کو یوز کیا کہ جو حضور پاک صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے اولاد بھی ہیں اور اوپر سے خلد کے لیڈر بھی ہیں اور ان کو دنیا میں یہاں پہ مطلب مطلب کامن آدمی سمجھتا ہے کہ یہ ان کے ساتھ زیادتی ہوئی ہے لیکن میں سمجھتا ہوں کہ انہوں نے خدا کے دین کو بچانے کے لیے اس پہ حق پہ کھڑے ہو کے اپنی نہ صرف اولاد بلکہ اپنی جان اولاد ہر چیز قربان کر دی اور مطلب ہے اور چھکے نہیں کسی ایسی ملوکیت کے سامنے کہ جس کے لیے مطلب ان کو پیسوں کی دنیا کی لیڈرشپ کی کسی چیز کی ضرورت نہیں تھی تو وہ تو صرف تو یہ ہے اصل میں ساری اسٹوری انہوں نے چند لفظوں میں بیان کر دی So uh, I'll explain some of this that it, 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 you know is very deep concepts he's teaching in this first thing and this is also by the way Marshall a very high uh, Sufi peer who um, he's leaving behind like the direction he's telling people that don't do, uh, turn it's not about crying and um, uh, yeah. yeah yeah he's saying that this is he's a hero look at the hero And he's saying that when uh, he stood up for Islam, this is, people have misconceptions about Imam Hussein Park. They'd like to say that, why did he do this? And the problem is this, that people... Why was, was, if, if he was weak... Yeah, he only had 50 people with him. Yeah. So why, why did he do this? Yeah. He was facing an army of 30 to 40,000 people uh, physically at that moment. But they're not understanding, one, this was a, a secret... that uh, Rasulullah had told Imam Hussain. Mm-hmm. Number two, this was destiny, that to this day, we are still doing the zikr of Imam Hussain and Karbala, and we're supposed to learn from this. What are we supposed to learn? That from this Pak Nasl, uh, this sacrifice was made, this sacrifice was saving not only the Ummah, the world. The world was saved by Imam Hussain's uh, sacrifice. We all uh, owe a debt to Imam Hussein Pak uh, in that regard that Islam, whatever we know today, is because Imam Hussein stood up at that moment and he didn't back down. And that we need to see him as the hero. He doesn't back down. He doesn't get scared. He is not a coward. Bravery, the chivalry, the courage. It, by the way, it is the highest in the whole 
ہسٹری آف ہیومینٹی مرگ حسین اصل میں قتل یزید ہے اسلام زندہ ہوتا ہے کربلا کے بعد پاکستان that we don't do ahusen we do wahusen what does this mean so we don't do all the emotions uh, uh, meaning that we don't get uh, hysterical we go wahusen we are with you how do we be with him being with Hus- imam hussein pak means on a day to day basis that when you see something wrong you're going to be like imam hussein get up and face it and not run away and even if death is uh, the price but to stand up for hak truth righteousness we don't back down and that is the essence of a man by the way to be a man you protect the weak qatl kiya gaya husain ko ab qatl karm tha yazid ab apparently aam aadmi jo soch kamzor hai woh samajhta hai ki yazid was a winner okay in that lekin aaj check all over the world you will see any person named yazid yeah okay lekin tum ab gali gali mein husain pao yeah. he was thing for about a minute okay so kehne ka maqsad ye hai ke ye waqia ye nahi hai ke taaktwar kaun tha kamzor kaun tha asal baat ye hai کہ حقیقت کیا تھی حقیقت یہ تھی جو بار بار ایک ذکر یہ کرتے ہیں کہ اٹ واز اے سیکرٹ بیٹوین حضور پاک اور حسین کہ بھائی یہ ہونا ہے اور ان کو پتہ تھا اگر پتہ تھا بچا کیوں نہیں سکے کیونکہ انہیں پتہ تھا یہ خدا کی شان اللہ تعالیٰ نے ایک سسٹم دیا ہوا ہے اس کے ساتھ یہ ہونا ہے حضور پاک کو آج جو کچھ چودہ سو سال بعد ہو رہا ہے وہ بھی پتا تھا ان کے نانا تھے لیکن انہیں اپنا بیٹا کہتے تھے نانا کو یا باپ کو پتا تھا کیا ہونے والا ہے اور وہ اگر سر جھکا کے ساری امت کے لیے اللہ تعالیٰ سے مانگ سکتے ہیں کہ معافی دے دو ان کو تو تین دن تک سر جھکائے رکھا کیا اپنی بیٹے کو نہیں بچا سکتے تھے اصل مسئلہ یہ نہیں تھا اصل مسئلہ دنیا کو یہ بتانا تھا کہ جو ہے دین کو زندہ رکھنے کے لیے آپ نے کیا کرنا ہے وہاں پہ اگر سر بھی دینا پڑے ابھی آپ پڑھ رہے تھے کہ اگر میں حضور پاک آپ کے پاس آیا ہوں اگر مجھے انکار کیا تو میں آپ کی چوکٹ چوکٹ کہتے ہیں دروازے کی انٹرنس کو کہ اس پہ سر مار کے مر جاؤں گا ٹھیک ہے تو دس از وٹ مطلب ہے ادب اور دنیا میں دین کا مقام یہ ہے یہ نہیں ہے کہ آپ مطلب رو�ی کے لیے مریں طاقت کے لیے مریں پیسے کے لیے مریں جاب کے لیے مریں مطلب بہت سے جیسے سات بن عمر بن سات جو مطلب ایک صحابی کا بیٹا تھا وہ صرف اس لیے مطلب ہے کہ یہاں پہ پھنس گیا کہ اس کو گورنری ملی تھی اور ایک طرف گورنری تھی ایک طرف یہ تھا کہتے تھے یہاں گورنری رکھ یہاں سر لے کے آ حضرت حسین 
اور اس نے بڑی سوچ و وچار کر کے ایک صحابی کے بیٹے نے دماغ اس کا کہتا تھا میں غلط کر رہا ہوں لیکن اسے مطلب اس کے مقابلے میں ہور میں جب لاسٹ مومنٹ پہ مطلب فیصلہ کیا کہ ایک ہزار کی فوج اس کے انڈر تھی تو وہ چھوڑ کے وہاں پہ لات مار کے چلا ہے ادھر کیوں اس نے کہا کہ میں دوزخ چھوڑ کے جنت کی طرف جا رہا ہوں اور پھر ہی فائٹ ود امام حسین جس نے فائٹ کیا تو وہ مطلب اس کو یہ پتا تھا آواز دی امام حسین نے کہ ہے کوئی ہمارے ساتھ چلنے والا تو اس وقت وہ دو منٹ کے لیے سوچ میں پڑا ساتھیوں نے کہا کہ ایک ہزار بندے تیرے ساتھ ہیں تو پریشان کیوں ہو رہا ہے کہ میں پریشان نہیں ہو رہا دیکھ رہا ہوں کہ ایک طرف جنت ہے اور ایک طرف دوزخ ہے basically cornering Imam Hussain prior to this. But he didn't think anybody would be stupid enough to harm Imam Hussain. He mm-hmm. was just told to contain him. Yes. You know what I mean? And then when he saw the situation, what it was going, mm. he went and he, he did Toba and Imam Hussain accepted him and he died uh, serving Imam Hussain Pak. And also... Umar bin Saad was the end of the day that I would get مطلب ایران کا گورنر بننے والا ہوں تو اس کو اب یہ ہے کہ وہ سوچ کبھی ادھر جاتی کہ فائنلی شیطان اس پہ حاوی ہو گیا اور ہی ایکسیپٹیڈ اور وہ مخالف میں کھڑا رہا تو کہنے کا مقصد یہ ہے کہ یہ یہ جو ہے ساری شہادت کا واقعہ میں پوری اسٹوری جو دس دن میں چلتی ہے یا یکم محرم سے دس محرم تک اس میں ساری کی پوری کی پوری جو تاریخ ہے وہ بیان یہ کرتی ہے کہ حق کیا ہے کہ وٹ واز دی ریزن وٹس ہیپن تو حضرت امام حسین وار کرنے کے لیے نہیں ہوں گئے تھے کہ وہ کہتے سو ویک ہی ہیڈ اونلی ففٹی ٹو اور سیونٹی ٹو پرسن ود ہم وہی کیم اوور دیئر ایکچولی دی آنسر از اے سیکرٹ وت ہی ہیز اس سیکرٹ ان کو وہاں سے لے کے آیا ان کے ایک بہنوئی تھے انہوں نے بہت سمجھایا کہ عقل کر کیا کر رہے ہو مطلب ہے تو انہوں نے کہا کہ میرا ایک سیکرٹ ہے میرے اور حضور پاک کے درمیان میں اس ایکسپلین نہیں سارا کچھ تو میں کر سکتا اس کے تحت جا رہا ہوں مجھے پتا ہے کہ کیا ہو رہا ہے مطلب ہی نیو کہ میرے ساتھ کیا ہونے والا ہے مطلب اللہ تعالیٰ نے اتنی بڑی مطلب ہستی کو یہ سب کچھ بتایا ہوا تھا بھائی یہ ہونے والا ہے لیکن یہ ہے کہ اس کے باوجود وہ مطلب قائم رہے اور مطلب دوسرا کوئی آدمی اگر وار کرنے ہوتا ہے تو اپنی فیملی لے کے نہیں آتا اگر وار کرنی ہے تو صرف فوج جاتی ہے 
फैमिलीज घर पे रहती हैं उनकी तो फैमिली साथ आई थी ठीक है तो इसलिए वार के लिए नहीं आए थे वो तो सिर्फ इस नजरिए से आए थे कि पब्लिक उनको कोफा वाले बुला रहे थे उन्होंने बेहिसाब हंड्रेड्स ऑफ लेटर भेजे कि आ जाए हम आपके साथ हैं हम आपको मतलब हकी आप ही को हेड समझते हैं हम उसका साथ नहीं देंगे लेकिन क्या है कि जब तक वो पहुँचे जमाना वो नहीं था कि ऐसे कॉल की तो फटाफट बात हो गई Yeah, no. So please ask questions. This is more the reason we actually do this is to educate the next generation. And so, like your grandfather here, he learned this at your age, or you know, and so this became part of his understanding for the rest of his life. So both of you do take listen because each year this lesson is repeated, and not only each year it should be repeated more than once a year. But the po- point is that uh, th- th- there's lessons upon lessons to learn. I there was one meme that said. that there are thousands of lessons to learn from the battle of uh, karbala and your uh, it shows the level of your sheikh that uh, how many you, he has taught you and so the sufis they see this on one level and the scholars they see it on their level and we talked about sultan bahusab says here and i love this so this is taken from our book ashahid uh, we written in love of imam hussein pak and it says here uh, sultan bahusab says The real lover is he who never turns aside while the sweetheart intends to kill him oh who neither he renounces love nor he turns back even if he find hundreds of swords drawn upon his head who he's at ease only there where he finds some sign of his beloved oh who hail to the highest standard of love achieved by Hussein bin Ali he gave his life says bahu but didn't disclose his secret mission or who hazrat ma hussein was given a secret mission from the beloved prophet of allah he was to sacrifice sacrifice himself at karbala save islam from corruption when he was young uh, ummi fadl placed him in the holy lap of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and rasulullah sallam wept and said jibril told me my followers will murder my child and also give me red earth and gave me red earth from karbala Hazrat Abdullah tells his uh, tells us his father said I was traveling with Mola Ali on our way to Sifin he stopped by the lake of Furat Mola Ali said oh Abdullah stop oh Abdullah stop I asked what happened Mola Ali responded I was once in the courtyard of the beloved messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam while his holy eyes were wet with tears I said oh beloved of prophet of Allah what made you angry why are your eyes wet with tears The Prophet of Allah responded, "Why shouldn't it be like this?" Jibril just left. He told me your son Al Hussein would achieve martyrdom. Afterwards, Hazrat Jibril asked if Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam wanted to smell the the sand from that place. He consented. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, Jibril then placed his hand forward and gave me a handful of sand, so I could not stop my eyes flowing with tears. This is narrated in uh, in Ahmad and Tabrani, and then Hazrat Imam Al Hasan advised his son, as my great grandfather, said, "My son Qasim, a day will come when my brother Hussein will face an army of tens of thousands. That will be the day when Islam will need to be saved by sacrifice. You must represent me on that day. So, um, so we know that not only did Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam know this, Maulani knew this." Hazrat Imam Hasan knew this 
and uh, advice from both Hazrat uh, Ali and Hazrat Imam Hassan to their uh, offspring that stay with Imam Hussein. And so this was uh, not advice. I'm sorry. This was order from you know uh, not even advice. And so. Um, you know, this is something to keep in mind when we study, uh, when you hear anything about Karbala, the whole Wakya, if the person has not mentioned this secret, he has misunderstood the whole thing. Why? Because when Imam Hussein is leaving Madinah Munawar Sharif, he knows it's the last time he's leaving Madinah Munawar Sharif. He has beautiful speech here. I want to read um, the speeches of Imam Hussein. I love those speeches. I'm going to do a few that... Um, as he's uh, leaving Madinah Munawar Sharif, and he is the Prince Shazada of Jannah uh, of the youth of uh, uh, the youth of Jannah, and also he's the Shazada of Madinah Munawar Sharif. And so, after the passing of uh, Muawiyah, Yazid wanted to assure his kingship, so he ordered the governor of Madinah Munawar Sharif to take the allegiance of Hazrat Imam Al Hussein and Ibn uh, Ibn Al Zubair, and if they refuse, to martyr them. The governor's agent found them in the masjid of the beloved Prophet late at night. Hazrat Imam al Hussein immediately said, This must have to do with the passing of Muawiyah. And the governor must want us to pay allegiance to his son Yazid before anyone knows about it. He went to the governor who told him, You must swear allegiance to Yazid. Hazrat Imam al Hussein says, A person like me should not give allegiance secretly. If you want, you can call the people and ask everyone to give allegiance in one voice. The governor accepted, but his secretary Marwan warned him, If he does not give allegiance now, you will never have power over him again. Put him in prison until he gives allegiance or kill him. Imam Hussein left. Marwan to the governor said, You do not obey me and you will not have power over him again. The governor said, Go and blame someone else, Marwan. You want me to kill Imam Allah Hussein because he refuses to pay allegiance? And you think this is an easy thing to do? To get away with the blood of Hussein? Hazrat Imam Hussein immediately went and visited the resting place of his grandfather, the Holy Prophet Muhammad He continued praying until morning. He did the same the next night, reciting Al-Quran Al-Karim and, and said, O Lord, this is the resting place of your beloved Prophet Muhammad and I am the son of his daughter and you know best what is happening to me. I do not want anything but to promote good and prevent evil. I ask you by the right of this resting place that you choose me for what pleases you. He wept until he fell asleep and he had a dream of the beloved Prophet of Allah foretelling what will happen to him. So even and that night when he's leaving Madinah Munawar Sharif, he has a secret dream with Rasulullah In the morning he met with his brothers Al-Atraf and Muhammad ibn Al-Hanifa as well as Sayyidah Umm Salma and other lady members of his family. He said to Sayyidah Umm Salma, if I don't leave, they will eventually kill me, so I shouldn't give them a reason to do so now. He bade farewell to his family and asked them to be brave and left. So, so he made all his family um, realize it too, that he was in the... Yeah, so he, he went, by the way, the proper etiquettes, he's in Madhima Nova Sharif, he's, uh, he's staying close to Rasulullah, he gives his hazri, his salam, his request, and uh, he's you know, presenting himself. And then as, after he presents himself, now it's time to leave. So he uh, leaves, where does he go? Makkah. Okay. So he goes from Madinah Munawar Sharif to Makkah. This is, uh, you know, so, uh, and it was right before Hajj. Okay? So people think he's going for Hajj. And if I remember correctly, he went 20 to 30 times uh, for Hajj on foot. So this is very common practice. 
for for him. So he departed from Medina Munawar Sharif, uh, uh, from Medina Munawar Sharif to Makkah al Mukarramah, and he arrived on the third of Shaban. Then he remained in Makkah al Mukarramah until the eighth of Zulhij. Eighth of Zulhij is Mina, like he, one more day, mm-hmm. you know, he would have yeah. had Hajj. Yeah. But the way the situation is going down, this is he knew what is about to happen. So he didn't. He, he uh, again his secrets. What Rasulullah had ordered between him and him, they knew. So he performed Sayyid, performed uh, between Safa and Marwa, and then left in Ihram. He was in danger of being arrested or martyred without within the precincts of the sanctuary. Had he been martyred there, he would not achieve his objective, fulfill his secret mission entrusted him by the beloved Prophet he, And so he did. He did, uh, you know he wanted to protect Makkah Sharif from the. By the way, the blood of Imam Hussein is a, uh, so sacred that you know that he wanted to protect the Haramain from the dirtiness of this type of vile, foul act. Okay, he praised the Almighty Allah and told the people, "Death has marked human beings in the same manner in which a necklace leaves its mark on the neck of a young woman." I am keen to see the Prophet of Allah, Ali, Hamza, Jafar, and my mother Fatima. In the same way in which Yaqub was keen to see Yusuf. A site of martyrdom has been selected for me by Allah and I'm going there. I can see the people of Iraq are attacking me between Nawais and Karbala and tearing me into pieces. They are filling their hungry flanks and empty pockets. It is for them to fill their pockets and to feed themselves to satiety and for me to fight against this social and religious corruption. Allah devised this plan and made my martyrdom the remedy and means of reforming the present state of affairs, it is impossible to escape whatever he has destined. We, the family of the beloved Holy Prophet are happy with what Allah is pleased with and love whatever he loves. We bear with patience all the difficulties he makes us face and he also gives us full reward, which is for the patient people. I am a part of the body of the beloved Prophet of Allah and a part of his body cannot remain separate from him. So join him in paradise so that he may be pleased to see me and fulfill the promises made to me. Only he who is prepared to sacrifice his life for my sake and to meet Allah should accompany me. God willing, I intend to depart tomorrow morning. Very important to note, he is the light of the Prophet This light, is, you know, he's carrying this light and wherever he goes is this light. And so the people who have wrong later when they defile him, they're going against the light of Rasulullah Should be no confusion that how, uh, you know, uh, Rasulullah said, Hussein is from me and I am from him. There's no question about it. it. Hurting, attacking, or touching a hair on his holy head, is that touching or hair, touching the, uh, Nauz bin Zalik, the holy hair on Rasulullah's head. Nauz bin Zalik. So make that strong connection that touching him is touching Rasulullah And so... It mentions here, Hazrat Imam Hussein encountered Hur and his companions on the first of Muharram and provided them water to satiate their thirst. So we were talking about the Hur a few minutes before, that this was the general who first opposed Imam Hussein at first. And then uh, Hazrat Imam Hussein came out of his tent and conversed with them. And then, he said, then he mentioned this speech, O people, my reason before Allah and you Muslims of Kufa is that I do not proceed to Iraq without just cause. Your representatives came to me and you wrote in your letters that you had no imam and asked me to come to you so that Allah might guide you through me. 
and now I have come to you. If you are prepared to assure me by renewing your promises and covenants, I shall come to your city. However, if you are disturbed on account of my arrival, I am prepared to return to the place from which I have come. Uh, and then later that day, they did the uh, uh, Kama, and they did Salat al-Asr, and then Imam Hussein again gave another speech in front of Hur. O people, if you fear Allah and are pious and recognize the rights of the rightful persons, Allah will be pleased with you. We, we the members of the family of the Holy Prophet, وسلم, are the fittest persons to govern you and to exercise authority over you in material and religious matters as compared with the persons who are at the helm of the affairs, affairs these days. They are unreasonable people and claim to hold a very sacred and delicate office which they do not deserve and they oppress you. Such people cannot be recognized as successors of the beloved Holy Prophet ﷺ, leaders of the Muslims, defenders of the sacred religion of Islam, and the protectors of the Holy Quran. Hur replied, I swear by Allah that I'm not aware of the letters and the messengers. Imam Hussein asked Uqba bin Salman to place the letters of the Kufans before Hur and his men. There were 18,000 letters. We have not written any letters, uh, so Hur replied, we have not written any letters and we shall not leave you until we take you to Ibn Ziyad. And Imam Hussein replied, this is not possible before death. Imam Hussein and Hur mounted along with their respective companions and took a route that led neither to Madinah Munawrashif nor to Kufa. In the meantime, Hur said to Imam Hussein, by the way of sympathy and advice, I entreat you in the name of Allah not to fight, because if you fight, you will be martyred. Imam Hussein responded, do you threaten me with death? Will you, comf- will you be comforted by killing me? My reply is the same which the man from Aus tribe gave when he wanted to support the Holy Prophet ﷺ. But his cousin warned him of being killed and said, Where are you going? You'll be killed. The Aussie man replied, I have selected my path, and for a brave man, it is not shameful to die honorably. If I live, I will have nothing to regret. In case I lay down my life in this path, I shall not be blamed. The baseness of man lies in the fact that he should live a disgraceful and shameful life. Real men stand up. The fake men, other type of men, sit down. Imam Hussein uh, gave it, uh, another speech and he said, Yazid is a tyr- tyrannical and oppressive ruler who considers lawful the things declared by Allah to be unlawful. He breaks divine covenants, opposes the path of the Prophet, and oppresses the people. The Holy Prophet has said that in such circumstances, if someone does not restrain such a ruler with his words and conduct from committing evil deeds, it is necessary for Allah to send him to the same place to which he sends the oppressive ruler. You know, uh, what is the word? Uh, basically, um, you, you, the company you keep, you, you know, you're guilty, guilty by association. Imam Hussein continued, you should know that these people follow shaitan, carry out his orders, and do not forsake his obedience. They have disobeyed Allah and started committing crimes openly and have suspended the divine punishments. They have appropriated the property of the Muslims to themselves. They have treated the things made lawful by Allah to be unlawful and those made unlawful by Him to be lawful. Who can be more responsible to eliminate the causes of the decline of the Muslims according to the Holy Prophet وسلم, than myself? I am Al Hussein bin Ali, the son of Fatima, and one of those for whose sake Allah revealed the verse of purification 
And Allah only wishes to remove all abomination from you, O members of the Holy Family, to, pu- to purify you with a thorough and complete purification. Surah Al-Azab, Ayah 33. And the verse of Mubahila. Come, let us gather together our sons and your sons, our women and your women, ourselves and yourselves. The Surah Al-Imran, Ayah 61. I am the father of Imam Ali, the commander of the faithful. Imam Hussein continued, I have your letters through messengers telling me about your allegiances and steadfastness in the path of truth. You have written that whatever the circumstances might be, you would not forsake me and would not surrender me to the enemy. Now if you stick to your oath of allegiance and your decision, and as was written by you, do not desist from assisting me, you will enjoy good luck, for I am the son of Ali and Fatima, and shall remain with you in this sacred jihad. My wives and children will share the fate of your wives and children. It does not also behoove you to hold the lives of your wives and children dearer than the lives of my family. When I am ready to sacrifice my own life, as well as the lives of the members of my family, you too should not spare your own lives, as well as the lives of the members of your family. However, if in spite of all this, you break your promise and abandon allegiance to me, I swear by my life that such an action by people like you will not surprise me. Because you have behaved in this very manner towards my father Ali, my brother Hassan, and my cousin Muslim bin Aqil. A person who trusts you and becomes proud of your promise is deluded. Nevertheless, you should know that if you do so, the loss will be yours. You will, you will be deprived of good luck. Whoever breaks his promise is a loser himself, and Allah may soon make me independent of your assistance. Inshallah, we'll continue the, next, the rest. Uh, this is on the morning of Ashura.